It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It is your hosts and Oliver and Deolante Daniels. Today we got an action-packed show. We're going to talk about what Bradley Bill said in the post-game show on NBC Sports Washington. He talked about what he's looking for uh, roster-wise. So Bradley Bill, the GM, we're going to talk about comments that he made last night after the game. We're actually, And we're also going to answer one mailbag question, and we're going to talk about some rumors um, that have come out from Sham Sarania of The Athletic about Bradley Bill and the Heat having interest in trading for him for the sixth year in a row and also – Andrew Bogut talking about some rumors about Bradley Bill um, allegedly wanting to team up with the Sixers. We're going to touch on that today. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, D. Um, so Bradley Bill made some comments last night. Um, Chris Miller from NBC Sports Washington asked Bradley Bill um, what he's looking for roster-wise. I uh, just want to get your thoughts on that. So basically what Bradley Bill said that he's looking for bigger guards. Um, we already know we have Ish and Neto. They're both, you know, six feet tall. Um, he's looking for dogs on the wings. He's looking for more three-point shooting. How did you feel about Bradley Bill's comments? I know the reaction on social media is that, you know, you could look at it as him, you know, bashing his teammates. But at the same time, you know, he wants to get the roster better. So uh, what was your take on Bradley Bill's comments last night? Um, well, as far as the reaction from some people, I mean, I can agree with it. A little weird. Uh, because Bradley Bill also isn't the biggest guard and he struggled to shoot the three ball as well this season. So, and then currently you have Ish and Neto on your current roster. So I could see how it looks like he's bashing them. I don't know if this was necessary, like to even have this on the broadcast. I'm talking about the current roster as the season is still going, but. As far as what he said, I mean, it's true. And that's a big reason as to why I feel like he believed that Spencer Dinwiddie would be a good fit. You know, a guard who could get to the basket, et cetera. And that didn't work out. But what he described is is a guy who could have been a Spencer Dinwiddie type of guy. But the Wizards do need some dogs. You know, they do need some size at the guard's position and guys who can hit the three a little bit more consistently and guards who could get to the broom and get to the basket. So as far as like what he's asking for, I mean, it's true. I definitely agree with it. He's not wrong. I just don't know if that was like that little PR session or whatever they just did. I don't know if that was the best way to go about it because it's to me, it's a really bad look. Like if I'm Neto or Ish or just, was his teammate in general who's like still playing as the season's going on when Brad's been gone half the season, you know, the second half of the season? I'm like, the heck is that all about? I mean, I don't know, but it's the thing where I feel like I don't know, it, it could have done more harm than good as far as for the team. But as far as what he said personnel-wise, I don't really have I don't really disagree with him. Yeah, I'm with you. It kind of reminds me when John Wall did a media press conference and, you know, he didn't go on a show, but uh, we remember when he was asking for athletic bigs or that he hinted at trading for certain players, like possibly a Paul George to bring in other guys. So it definitely reminds me of that. Um, once again, it just shows that Bradley Bill is the player GM of the roster. You know, Ted and Tommy Shepard have given him that authority. He's the guy, like you said before, that brought in Spencer Dinwiddie, and it didn't work. Um, as far as teammates, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they can take it some kind of way, but, um, yeah, what he said is true that they do need bigger guards. They do need guards that can facilitate an offense and, and, you know, get guys involved. And that's kind of what we're missing or what we missed and they haven't fit. So whoever Brad decides to bring in, are they going to fit with Bradley Bill? That's the huge question mark. Um, as far as dogs and wings too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's true. Everything he said is true. But once again, as the shooters, yeah, he's not shooting the ball well either. Um, so he does need to improve on that. Now, better shooters definitely will help him out. Um, we got Kisper, who's a shooter. KCP is a shooter. So we definitely need to surround uh, – Porzingis can shoot the three as well. But we definitely need to bring more shooters. Yeah, like last night we were 6 for 20 from the three. Uh, we are one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the NBA. 
Um, we, and we don't even shoot that many threes. We're like bottom five and three points attempted. Last year we were bad. We were a bad three-point shooting team as well. So um, from a personnel standpoint, yeah, but the whole interview and asking him that question, it kind of put him in a tough spot. And then earlier this year, you know, he's answered questions about the contract. So it's just been the whole PR thing this whole year has been, it's been a, a tough spot for Bradley Bill. But we know he's the GM of the team. So we'll see if Tommy Shepard can work something out and get some guys in here. And I do agree with the dogs. We are, we're letting guys score 40 points every night. You know, it, it, you don't even have to be an all-star to get 40 points. You know, no, no disrespect to Christian Wood and Josh Hart, but guys are like, you know, just regular starters in the league and they're getting 35, 40 points on the Wizards. And we don't have dogs. We talked about this before. We do lack athleticism. We do lack toughness. And we are a finesse team. So, but I, I agree with everything he said from a standpoint. Um, but we got to see, and is he going to fit with the guy? We're going to have another guy come in here and they don't fit well and somebody leaves and there's chemistry issues and they look like an all-star on the next team. So it's just, you know, a, a lot of things going on there. So, but on a positive note, he did say Rui has uh, impressed him the most out of the three guys, um, out of Corey Kispert and um, Denny, out of all the three guys. He said they all have shown flashes, um, but they all play well. So that's a positive note on the uh, interview from last night. He just said they also need guys who can create shots for themselves. And that's something that we have lacked. You know, Kyle Kuzma being on the bench, you know, shows that we do need guys that create create a shot for themselves. But we do want to talk about some of the rumors that came out. Bradley Bill touched on that last night, too, uh, from Sean Sharani from The Athletic talking about the Heat are going to be a top suitor for Bradley Bill this offseason. And, of course, Andrew Bogan came out with a rumor as well, talking about the Sixers and Bradley Bill possibly teaming up this year. We'll read a little small thing from the articles. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. All you have to do is pick two to five players and, and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. User use the award-winning app on the both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from point score to rebounds, even steals. Also, you can take the over on Rui Hachimura, Rui Hachimura's threes made, combined with the under on Giannis's free throws made in the next game against the Bucks. And PrizePix doesn't just offer NBA; they have options on the on college basketball, college football. MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prospects has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first Prospects entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA. The code is NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA. $50 for free if a player in your first Prospects entry scores a single point. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On NBA on Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So I'm going to pull up this article here from – first we'll go over the 
the yeah, we'll go over the um, Miami Heat one from Shams from the Athletic. Uh, he says the Wizards retooled the roster at the trade deadline, acquiring Porzingis, Porzingis to pair with Bradley Bill around the supporting cast of Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Daniel Gafford, and Rui. Bill has shown excitement over the group, and Porzingis has shown signs of being a viable co-star, scoring 27 points. The comeback went over the Lakers on Sunday night, but the question remains, can the roster be a serious competitor in the Eastern Conference? Across the league, there's an expectation Bill will, will, Bill will move ahead with a commitment to the Wizards franchise, to which he has stayed loyal over 10 seasons. Every year, Bill and his representatives evaluate the landscape with his, wizard, with the, with his Wizards and options elsewhere, and every year, Bill reaffirms his desire to be in Washington. But however, the Miami Heat, seen as a legitimate suitor, for Bradley Bill. Should he elect to seek a new home, multiple sources have said the Heat have a veteran championship ready core in Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, and PJ Tucker as well with Tyler Hero and Max Truce and Caleb Martin. Miami would have to need, they would need to complete a sign and trade to acquire Bradley Bill. Overall, teams will continue to keep an eye on the Heat as a legitimate threat to add talent in the years to come. All right, was there any thoughts that you had on that? Is it? I mean, it's not much different because, you know, I feel like the Miami Heat, they want to get Brad like every year. Same thing with Bam out of bio wearing his jersey. Um, they try to recruit him all the time. So was there anything different that you felt from – do you think there's any more smoke to the fire with this one? Uh, no. I mean, the Heat are, have always been – like I feel like if Brad were to take a vi- – go to visit another team or show serious interest in another team, I feel like Miami – would have been, you know, an option. I remember when Miami, people were talking about John Wall in Miami years ago. You know, so it's nothing new. Uh, Miami definitely, they're always trying to make plays to improve the team, make a chip, I mean, create a championship roster. And like you said, their interest in Brad has, this isn't anything breaking. You know, they've always been interested in Bradley Bill. So if he's showing any, like, kind of interest in coming there, they're going to go hard at him. I'm also not surprised to hear that, he, I mean, it's looking like he will commit to the Wizards. Um, like I said, I'd be surprised if he left. But if he did leave, Miami wouldn't be some shocker option. They've been, you know, going at him before in the past and how they've been interested. Like you just said, the bad, Bam out of bio wearing the Brad jersey, et cetera. So that wouldn't be surprising at all. You know, no, no, nothing in there shocked me. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's just another uh, rumor there, but I would keep an eye on it. I mean, mm-hmm. he did say that, you know, in the last night on the show as well after the game, he said, you know, it's an honor to – he just takes it as a form of respect. You know, all these rumors coming out year after year after year, teams trying to get him. Um, you know, it's been the Lakers, the Sixers, the Heat. Um, Andrew Bogut came out with a with a, um, a rumor or something that he's heard. So, but, you know, I mean – he said it's fair that he's coming back, but you just never know. You do have to be aware that he can choose a different team. You don't know what kind of pitch these guys are going to offer. Maybe they might fly him in on a jet to Miami and show him the red carpet and all kinds of stuff because, you know, he said he's excited for this too because he this is the first time he's going to be a free agent in a long time. So um, I just personally, I wouldn't be surprised if he did change his mind. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's – I would say it's 60% he's staying. He's going to get that big contract, five-year, $246 million deal. But, you know, if he weighs his options going to Miami, you know, you have to be a realistic. That's a team that is ready to compete now with Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio. 
But for the Wizards, you know, they would have to get some guys. They would have to get Tyler Harrow in return. They would have to get Duncan Robinson. They would have to get first-round picks. It would have to be, you know, a sign-and-trade for something like that to happen. So I would just be aware on that. Um, and then quickly, the Andrew Bogut – or Bogut, sorry about that. He said he's heard a pretty big rumor from some people that are pretty close to the situation in the NBA. Um, he said Philly's desperate – they're desperate. They're trying to get off of Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris's contract anyway. It had been for a while, and I think they're even more desperate now to free up that cash space somehow. It will most likely have to be a sign and trade with Philly, but don't be surprised if a big three forms in Philly. That's the word on the street. Um, and Bradley, he said the big three. Bradley Bill is trying to get to Philadelphia in the offseason to team up with Harden and Embiid. So once again, this is just here. He said, she said kind of stuff. But Andrew Bogut is a player, so – Maybe he could be plugged in. What was your thoughts on that one? Um, I I believe the Heat stuff more than the 76er stuff because, I mean, any way you look at it, Brad has always said he he liked the amount of you know power and pull he has in the Wizards organization. He likes to be that main guy. If you go to the 76ers, you drop all the way down to the third guy. And, you know, even if you go to the Heat, there isn't no NBC – um, sports interviews. How do you feel about the personnel on the roster? What would you change? What do you want to see next season? <clears throat> All of that stops. Wizards fans already feel like Bradley Bill gets treated like LeBron or, or, you know what I mean, Kevin Durant or something as far as his pull within the organization. And they already feel like it's ridiculous because they don't feel like Brad is that level of good. So you have to take into account, you know, going from a top option where like we've said before, a lot of teams are trying to make Brad the second or third option on a really good team. And the Wizards are the only team that has him like pegged as that number one option. So I don't know if he will go. He's like trying to get to Philly to be the third option on that team. I mean, that that kind of goes against what he said he liked about where his status is in Washington. So I don't I believe the heat stuff more than I do the 76ers stuff. Right, yeah. Both teams, honestly, he would be a second or third option. Jimmy would be the number one, and Bam, yeah, Bam and Bill would be the number two guys. Um, but with the Sixers, he would clearly be the number three. It would be Joel and B, James Harden. Yeah, he definitely wouldn't get those press conferences in, in Philly. He wouldn't be on any post game shows, um, directing and dealing and signing, trying to sign guys or recruit guys. Uh, it would totally be different. But Andrew Bogut, we don't know what he knows or who he's plugged in with. Um, but yeah, where there is smoke, there's a little bit of fire. That's why I am keeping the antennas up, just being prepared if Bradley Bill is trying to go somewhere else. But at the same time, we know that he is leaning towards um, getting that huge contract. He loves that he is the number one guy that he does have control. He's the face of the franchise. He's the one on the billboards, on the tickets, everything like that. Everything runs through him. So he's not going to get that opportunity at a lot of places. So that is the difference with going to Philly. Even though if he goes to Philly or Miami, of course, his chances of winning a championship or making a deep playoff run go up tremendously rather than, you know, being on the Wizards, you know, where our ceiling right now is kind of like that sixth or seventh seed. So, um, but time will tell. I mean, there's only, what, 11 games left, and then free agency starts in June or July. So um, they got a lot to figure out. But um, before we do wrap up, we're going to get to one mailbag question from Ben's. Uh, but we got a quick word from D. 
this is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Bill Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low protein, high protein, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it will be good for you. The offers will go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. So we got one question here from Ben's on Twitter, and then we're going to answer the rest of the mailbag questions on our episode for tomorrow. Ben's on Twitter is at AD underscore 2083. He says, what do you guys think is our, our identity? What type of players are we lacking to be good? Not a contender, but good. I watch every game just confused at the direction this team is going. We get worse by the game. It's like we're just a rec team playing pickleball. So what are your thoughts on that, dude? Man, what is our identity? Beat on the Wizards don't have an identity. At the beginning of the season, they kind of had one. You know, they were a rough offensive team, They but they defended. They were rough, but they grinded games out, low-scoring games. They defended, and they got buckets when they got buckets. That was kind of their identity. They were a defensive team, defensive-minded team, you know, who played low-scoring games. But what type of players they're lacking – to be good, I mean, they need guys, they need some dogs, you know what I mean? Like, for example, you see a Patrick Beverly over there in Minnesota. A lot of people will say he's annoying. You see what he did with Luka, you know, just getting other guys' skin, guys who, you know, give that effort, who, you know, are fighting down there, et cetera, who, who want to be those pests, who want to be those junkyard dogs. The Wizards don't really have any junkyard dogs on the team. You could have said Montrez Harrell. Um, yeah, that was one guy, and I think that's why a lot of the fans really loved him because they loved his energy that he brung. He was one of those junkyard dogs. You know, he wasn't the biggest center 
or anything like that, but he played with high energy and high passion. And the Wizards um, don't have any of those kind of guys who really give out that effort, give out that energy defensively. Um, they need a couple uh, of guys like that, you know, to help the defensive side of things. And obviously they need some guys who consistently can hit the three ball too. You know, shooting 20% from the three every night is pretty tough. So they definitely need some some wings, some bigger wings, like Brad says, some bigger guards as well. But they need some junkyard dogs, man, who, who will go down there and scrap it up, you know, you know, maybe lay a tough hit on the guy. I mean, it's a hard foul here and there. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody who shows some care, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm with you. I echo everything you say. We're we're just very finesse, to put it nicely. Like, I like Porzingis a lot. He's playing well. But at the end of the day, you know, he's a finesse guy. He's not looking to be physical. And sometimes that shows it's not just him. You know, a lot of the guys on, that we have on the roster are finesse guys. Like you said, Trez was the one mean guy. Um, Patrick Beverly would be a good example of something that we lack, just an energy guy. Or even some of the guys that we had in the past, like Gary Payton II, like somebody who will pick up full court and just scrap. We just don't have that at all. We're a finesse team. We have young guys that are working on their confidence, working on consistently taking shots. We have guys that were begging to be aggressive. Um you know, uh, I love Rui, but he needs to be more aggressive. I like Denny, but he needs to be more aggressive as well. Um, yeah, we're letting guys get 40. We don't have guys that will push people around. Like you say, hey, just let Christian Wood know that we're there. Like, Christian Wood doesn't even know that we don't – he doesn't even feel anybody. He's hitting step-back threes. Josh Hart getting to the basket every time. LeBron doing um, – just showboating and whatnot every night. Steph Curry, we just see somebody else, and we don't have guys that are like, hey – I'm going to take some pride in defending. I'm going to move my feet, slide my feet, give a hard foul, something, you know. So um, offensively, too, we, we just don't have that either. We don't have bucket getters, um, somebody like a Benedict Mathurin, but we just can't rely on rookies. That's the thing, you know. We can't rely on a rookie to come in year one, even if it is Jaden Ivey, even if it was Chet or um, Paolo, uh, Jabari, you know. It's just hard to rely on a rookie. So it's going to be tough to find some free agents. You know, even like a Marcus Smart, you know, he yelled at Jason Tatum, yelled at Jalen Brown. We don't have that right now. We don't have a lot of guys to really hold each other accountable. And we tried to have that in the beginning of the year. And we saw how the locker room just went to zero after that, after guys tried to call each other out or whatever happened or guys tried to speak up. So we don't have an identity at all. If I had to say anything about identity, I guess it's finesse and we're very inconsistent and we give up a lot of points. We don't play defense. So that's the identity we have right now. Um, guys that we can add, like I said, just shooters, athletes. We lack athleticism. The Rockets were more athletic than us last night as well. Jalen Green, those guys can jump out the gym. Um, so we lack that too. Um, but it, it also been said, I watch every game just confused at the direction of this team. Yeah, we are. We are confused as well. We just don't know. We're building around Bradley Bill, but you know, we're just we just don't have the horses to really compete at this moment. So this offseason is going to be huge. Um, he said we're playing like a rec team. Playing pick up the ball. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it looks like. A Blazers team that was a G League, we get blown out. And then the Rockets were the worst team in the NBA with the worst record. We get blown out by them too. So, but thank you, Benz, for your question. We're gonna wrap it up on that. Um, just want to thank you guys for sending questions. We're gonna answer some more tomorrow. But I uh, just want to make sure you guys subscribe. Once again, we hit 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, hit the notification bell as well. And before we do head out, thanks for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. 
Now make your second listen Locked on NBA. Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. And hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.